0: You are listening to Calling the Circle with Kevin John Fond. Dancing with the stars. Sometimes we must travel great distances to unlock truths that are most evident. For me, I needed to journey half a world away to realize that the shining stars in my universe have always been just within my reach. Last week I went to South Africa at the invitation of the W.K. Kellogg Foundation to attend their Global Leadership Summit. There, 200 people from 40 countries gathered to mobilize a global network of networks to disrupt the systems that perpetuate racial and ethnic inequities in communities around the world. Superstars from the movement were present, luminaries I had long admired who have shaped my philosophy and practice. I had seen them on conference stages and on CNN, had read their books, followed their TED Talks, social media, and podcasts. One of them is the subject of a feature-length movie. I acknowledge their brilliance as my teachers and mentors by sharing their names in every circle, training, and keynote that I lead. While I knew a couple of them well, I had never dared to approach most of them thinking I had no place in their universe. At the summit, our host asked me to lead my warming hands activity before the opening panel discussion. There I sat in the green room among superstars, Linda Sarser, Rabbi Jonah Pesner, John A. Powell, Kent Wong, and Justice Edwin Cameron. As I practiced my welcoming chant, Linda, who to me It's the Beyonce of community organizing, approached me, offering a word of appreciation, and she asked me for a selfie. Justice Cameron gave me a fist bump and Rabbi Pesner extended a warm handshake. Kent and John, friends and dear mentors, gave me big hugs. So this is what it's like to be amongst the stars, I thought. A few minutes later, I stepped on to a pure white stage decorated with arrangements of protea and ferns and flanked by two large screens that projected my image across the ballroom. In 9 minutes and 44 seconds, I introduced myself to this esteemed audience and did what I was born to do, bring ceremony to every place I inhabit. The folks in the ballroom were taken in, and with their warm reception, I felt my own star growing brighter. The next day, I mustered the courage to approach other superstars in the movement, Angela Glover Blackwell, William Conquamba, and Justice Albie Sachs, all of whom were gracious and welcoming. Valerie Corr, an amazing star in my galaxy, approached me with a warm hug and a litany of kind words. But the luminary that was most elusive for me was Manuel Pastor, distinguished professor of sociology at the University of Southern California. A brilliant writer, thinker, speaker, and teacher, I had admired Manuel from afar for 20 years. He has a quiet presence and a dry wit that is countered with huge concepts on how to make the world a better place for all. I can't pinpoint my reticence to approach Manuel over the years, we're about the same size and he doesn't put on airs. And until a few days ago, I had not said a single word to him. On the third day, Manuel joined the table where my friends from Hawaii and I sat. We exchanged pleasantries and he jokingly mentioned that he felt a bit out of place at our table. I took the opportunity to approach him and place the kokoi nut lay I was wearing around his neck saying, Now you are one of us. He thanked me and I continued, I need to thank you, Manuel, because I have every single book of yours and not a week goes by without my picking one up to inform how I will conduct my work. You've had a profound impact on me and I thank you for being my teacher. In that moment, both of our stars shone brighter. That afternoon, a group of young people invited me to join their table, and they pulled me in close, showering me with gratitude and appreciation. I suddenly realized that, to them, I was their luminary. As we spoke, I learned that one of these young people, Miriam Daywood, had been elected as councillor of her London borough when she was just 21 years old. Recently, she had been named Young Counselor of the Year in the UK and Ireland. In addition, Miriam founded the Politics School, dedicated to teaching children and young people about politics and change making. I also met Christiane Pialaza who developed social impact projects on education, human rights, culture, and identity in rural areas and communities of indigenous and Afro-descendant peoples in his native Ecuador. And on it went. My admiration and awe for all of these incredible young stars grew the more I listened. That night, all of my luminaries from ages 25 to 75 hit the dance floor and, as they say in South Africa, had a jol. We salsaed, electric slided, soul trained, congaed, and just plain boogied on down for hours. In his remarks the following morning, Manuel acknowledged that the secret to sustaining our movement arose not from our esteemed advisors, policy agendas, or lofty reports, but in our capacity to manifest joy in the midst of struggle. We need to get out of our heads and make time to simply enjoy each other, he said. At lunch, Linda, Manuel, and I formed a luminary sandwich where we talked not about work, but about our kids, our moms, and our favorite food. Last week, luminaries I had once held at such reverent distance invited me to dance, dine, and dare to simply be with them. As I bopped around in a dance circle with Linda, Manuel, John, Miriam, Valerie, Christiane, and many other superstars, we sang... Every little thing is going to be alright. They taught me by example that what I need to do is let my light shine, then others, in turn, can shine bright as well. I realized that in our movement, the luminous arc of our universe is bright, glorious and expansive enough for all of us to let our light shine and dance with the brightest stars. You can learn more about Kevin and the Kahakule Institute at kahakule.com. That's K-A-H-A-K-U-L-E-I dot com.